Wonderful. All right. And you say your last name, Rule, just like it's... Look. Yeah, there's no right or wrong way to say it. So you say it the way you will say it. Okay, cool. All right. All right. I like that attitude as well. So we're not going to be done by noon. We're going to be done by noon 30. Noon 30. <laughs> yeah. start, we were supposed to start at noon. Usually I'm like on here waiting like, where's Nate? Okay. This is the messy back end, where experts share customized business advice and tips about all the messy stuff that goes on behind the beautifully branded front end of entrepreneurship. This is where most businesses fail. So we're here to help you save time, make money, and succeed. <laughs> Welcome. Thank you. Thank you all so much. We have a wonderful show for you today. In an article on Inc.com, they shared how to build a business without destroying your family. They said, to be a successful entrepreneur, you pour your time, focus, and heart into your business. While this tunnel vision approach can lead to a very successful business, it may leave some entrepreneurs feeling deeply unsatisfied, even after decades of financial success, when they reflect on their life and sadly wish they could do it over again in a different way. Our guest today, Dave Ruel, says, you don't have to sacrifice your whole life to have a successful business. You don't have to sacrifice the growth of your business to have a successful life. Dave believes in a better model for the new generation of successful leaders. On our expert segment today, we're going to be speaking with Dave Ruel, Dave is a former competitive physique athlete turned serial entrepreneur, author, speaker, and leadership mentor. After founding and growing multi-million dollar online companies in the field of health, fitness, and sports nutrition for nearly a decade, Dave saw the dark side of entrepreneurship gradually rob him of his freedom, leaving him burned out and unfulfilled. Dave created sustainable systems for his life and business to reclaim his freedom without sacrificing the growth of his companies. And you'll hear real questions and stories from real entrepreneurs with real messy backends. As an added bonus for the messy backend exposed, our expert Dave will not only share his experience, expertise, and the tools he suggests to get your backend cleaned up, but he will also expose the top reasons why we became entrepreneurs and what is holding us back from achieving those goals. If you're an entrepreneur with a messy backend and you would like to submit your story or question for our experts, give us a call at 801-810-6726 or visit us at themessybackend.com. Thank you so much for joining us on today's episode of The Messy Backend, brought to you by our digital marketing agency, Lock and Load Marketing, where if it tires you out, you can hire it out. We wanted to take a minute and stop and thank you for being such great listeners. Seriously, we can't do this without you. Thank you so much for listening and supporting us these last two years. We've loved sharing our expert guests, our stories, our experiences, our embarrassing, messy backends, bloopers with you. We've just loved everything about this podcast. And if you love the show as much as we do, we want to hear from you. Leave a review on your favorite podcast platform or email us at hello at themessybackend.com. Who knows? Soon we may just have cool branded swag to give out to our top fans. 
That's going to be super cool. And don't forget to subscribe to your favorite podcast platform. You can find all of those links at themessybackend.com slash subscribe. So never miss an episode because they're pretty fun. Then check us out on Facebook and YouTube for video episodes. Now on to our expert, David Rule, for his expert advice. Don't mess your seat, folks. Here we go. So today we have one of our messy backend questions slash stories slash confession slash plea for help submitted by one of our listeners. She said, now that I have a thriving business, I have come to realize that my family is being destroyed because of my lack of attention. How can I be successful in life and business? Dave, what do you think? Oh my God, that's such a great question because that's kind of a symptom of, you know, having, you're trying to do too much and operating on the, you know, on, on operating based on what the culture tells you, which is pretty much a culture of sacrifice of a culture of, you know, working more, working all the time and sacrificing pretty much everything in the process. Right. And you see that, um, you see that all the time. The thing that I see uh, most of most the, or the big, big mistake or misconception that people have is that work and life are opposite, you know, forces that are, you know, it's, it's, it's not, they're not competing against each other, right? We, you, what we advise is having a concept, uh, having a vision of work-life harmonies, like how these, can these two, you know, work together? You know, being harmonized, being integrated together. It's like the yin and the yang, right? The yin and the yang, it's like a dance, really. And sometimes your life is going to take over and, some, and, and you know, lead the dance. Sometimes your business is going to take over and lead the dance. But it's how well you do it, you know, over time and make it seamless, right? And I think we buy ourselves, we, we buy into this, the, the narrative that, you know, I need to work hard, hard, hard all the time. If I don't do it, you know, I'm... I'm I'm a sub entrepreneur and I don't deserve to be a part of the club, which is absolute, you know, BS if you ask me. So I, we're, we're going to keep it cleaner, Sheila. So. <laughs> <laughs> I know Sheila gets mad at us if we, if we don't. I know, do it. I know. But I, you know, it's, it's, it's the, the thing that uh, I, I, my plea for entrepreneurs is stop seeing that, you know, I, I like as, as, as two forces that are opposite and compete against each other, right? Like I don't like the work. The, 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 the term work-life balance because it means that you're always trying to juggle both and having like two forces competing each other until you find perfect balance. But guess what? It's entrepreneurship. It doesn't happen like that. You're not mm-hmm. going to have a perfect balance all the time. It's really how you harmonize it on the long-term and bigger picture. So first of all, uh, I, would, I would advise this person to integrate this concept of work-life harmony. Stop seeing it as... Uh, as two different forces. Uh, the second is understanding why. Why are you doing what you're doing? Why are you in business? Okay. There's, uh, you know, in, in Done by Noon, we talk about it in my book that entrepreneurs go in business for one thing, most of them for one thing. And that one thing is freedom. Right. Freedom. So, freedom, I divide it in actually three freedoms freedom of time. Entrepreneurs start their business because they want to do things when they want. Mm-hmm. Freedom of creation because they want to work on the things that they want. Mm-hmm. Right. And then obviously financial freedom because they want to be well paid doing what they love to do. Right. right. So there's that, dr- these three drivers usually that, you know, are there. 
obviously, um, you don't when you don't achieve, you might be chasing the wrong things. You know, it's understanding what are you chasing exactly. Why is this destroying your family? Why are you don't are you not? What's important for you? And be very honest with yourself. And what I'm going to say might sound, I mean, it might, I, I, it, it might sound hard or harsh, but, you know, is your family a priority? Is, you, is it really a priority? Are you saying that it's priority or is it really a priority? You know, and I've seen that in entrepreneurs where for them, they were chasing other things and family was not part of their values. It's the same thing. They were told like, don't have kids. And they were, they were maybe not meant to be great, sorry, great family people, Mm -hmm. you know, and they were doing a terrible, terrible job at being parent. I doubt that this is, you know, obviously your, uh, your, 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 um, your audience, your, your, the person who has the questions, the question, I doubt that this is the case. Obviously she's asking the question. (laughs) <laughs> they wouldn't have asked the question if that were the case, but I agree with you. They definitely are those entrepreneurs that like, I I know somebody like in real life, this isn't just a book or anything that mm-hmm. I read. I know somebody one time we were sitting down with him and he said, if I had to choose between my wife and my business, I would pick my business. Yeah. And I was like, Oh, that's, that's pretty harsh. But I, at the same time I was like, Oh yeah, this man knows how to hustle and do everything like that. Well, like, eight years ago, he got a divorce. And I was like, Oh, I guess I know which one he picked then. Like just kind of joking around. And I even asked him and he's like, yeah, that's, that's the one I picked. I picked business. And I was like, Oh, but, but you know I was what? almost disappointed because our values were different. Like I would always put family first, you know, but he put business first and there's not necessarily right or wrong. It's just, you have to understand what your priority really is. Be, be honest with yourself. And I think right. a lot of entrepreneurs are actually like, they say that, oh, yeah, my kids are everything for me and they do a terrible job at being a dad or even like a mom. And they, like, it's fine. Like if you acknowledge that, you know right. what I mean? It's finding like, you know, hey, my, you sh- obviously it's not part of my values either. Like I think you should have made like know that before actually producing kids that you're not going to raise properly. But I think, <laughs> right. but, but seriously, like think about why you went in business for was right. being with your kids and your family a priority. Now you have to make this a priority and understanding how, what's going to need to give. First of all, I think what's going to need to give is that your false belief that you need to work all the time. You know, yes, you need to work hard. You know, no one does anything without working hard. Working hard is part of everything. You know what I mean? That doesn't mean that you should like work all the time. You know what I mean? It's like when you go to the gym, for example. Like that's a classic mistake people make. They're going to start going to the gym and all of a sudden they're going to start working out all the time, thinking they're going to get the best results by working out all the time. Well, guess what? That's actually the opposite that happens. You're getting, seeing less results. You're getting burnt out. Your body cannot take, you know, that, that load of that load of work. It's the same thing. So you need to create that and you need to create, um, you know, healthy boundaries, you know, like learning that, okay, who's taking the lead now? right? Who is, in, who is in charge of the dance? We have something at Epic and in the Epic Planner called the, um, the evening checkout. So it's when you transition from actually work day to your fab, to, to your personal life. And it's mm-hmm. not the fact that you're ditching work. You know, when you're an entrepreneur, you, you know, work is always right. in your brain somehow, right? You're not right. just, doing it, but it's who, who's now leading the dance. And that's the way you should approach it. So having that in place, 
having your time always, you know, put it on your schedule, put your personal time on your schedule and work and prioritize that. Start by building a schedule based on your personal priorities, mm -hmm. right? Your health, your kids, right? Should be yeah. somewhere two, prior, two main priorities. Do that. And from there, look into your workload and look into, you know, what can fit. The truth is more than not, more than often you have a non more than likely that person has an unmanageable workload. So she she will need to learn how to manage her her workload, you know, uh, appropriately. Right. And, uh, yeah. You know, it, it, it's it's it, there's no real secret there. But I mean, it, you, your family is going to fall apart if you don't do anything, for sure. Yeah. So we have a saying here in the messy back end: if it tires you out, hire it out. So we all get to that point where we start our business and we can manage everything to a certain point. And then you have to start getting help. If you don't get help, then your family, your freedom and your finances all are going to suffer. So you, 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 a lot of entrepreneurs, especially our listeners, are in this window of time where I can't afford to hire it out and I can't afford not to hire it out. Mm -hmm. And so the, that is a big transition. It's like going from bootstrapping to big business. You know what I mean? And I think when you get to that point, you have to make the decision, am I willing to make the sacrifice? Which means your finances are probably going to dip a little for a short amount of time. But once you hire that help and you can outsource that stuff, you actually start making more money because you're doing what you're passionate about and you're not losing your passion. Like, like this gal, you know, she's, she's frustrated because she's torn between business and family. And it's because business is taking over, which means it's time to get some help. Or to get Dave's planner, <laughs> right? Yeah, you know, and and we we talk about it in Dun Done by Noon book. We talk we talk about the drifting cost. It's the cost of actually operating in a zone that you shouldn't, in in a zone that you're not competent in, right? And there's it's exponential. The more you drift away, you know, the more busy you are in your business. The more you're going to drift away to what you should really, really be doing, right? So that's mm -hmm. very important to come back to that, and that's going to come through outsourcing, uh, delegating, and obviously automating. So there's a path to do that. We show that you how to do this. But the main thing and, and the main how I would reframe the mindset of this person is, you know, what are you to your business? And we talk about parenting, but are you a parent or are you a babysitter mm. for your business? A parent's role, your role as a parent is giving the tools, is equip your kids to be good Adults, good self-functioning adults. Mm -hmm. You should do the same with your business. The goal of your business is taking this entity that you have. And, you know, your business is just, it's a person. A lot of people, the problem is that they, they take that they are their business. Just like a parent, they're going to project themselves with their kids and they're going to control their kids. So they do everything that they think is right. And they don't leave, you know, the breathing room needed for their kids. And what happens during the teenage years is that they grow distant with their parents and they start making bad decisions. And eventually, you know, it, it really alters the relationship, you know, permanently. So what you need to do is understanding that your role as an entrepreneur is to prepare your business to operate without you. Right. Mm -hmm. And if you don't do that, you're just a babysitter. You're just micromanaging. You are taking your business like a little baby that's never going to leave the nest and, you know, never going to mature. Right. right. Yeah. You should be able to step away from that. I mean, I'm not a parent that I know of knock on wood. Um, but 
<laughs> surprise i know right surprise it's gonna happen someday just uh that, that'll be a great podcast episode when that happens <laughs> so but no i i can definitely understand the that analogy there of you need to raise the business and grow it and cultivate it in that way that it can be self-sustaining and you need to kind of course correct it and guide it and mold it into the the section that you want but through automation and delegation and you said one other thing um automating automating outsourcing delegating delegating. outsourcing was the one i was missing uh we we do those three things you're going to be able to spend or figure out where you can spend your time um you know that way you can get done by noon spend time with the family you know that type of thing um I've got a question for you. When it comes to planning and organizing, do you recommend or or what's your trick? What's your secret when it comes to scheduling? Do you schedule once at the beginning of the week for all of the things throughout your week? Or are you doing daily schedules, nightly for the my, next day? How do you my do schedule is pretty much all, always set in a, like always set. It's never like it changes over time, obviously, but yeah. you know, it or I would say it matches my context at the time. Okay. However, it's pretty much always the same. All right. What changes is actually the workload, is actually what fills the time slots within my schedule, right? In the book, we talk about the four types of tasks that every single entrepreneur is gonna have. So one with the rocks. The rocks are the tasks associated with. No projects. What really going to move the needle in your business? What's going to innovate, make your business innovate and, and become a better business? Mm-hmm. All right. Overall, the routines, which are the recurring tasks. So the tasks that are really associated with the operational well-being of your business, the tasks that you do pretty much day in and day out or every week or every month, whatever it is that right. keep coming back and you need to attend these tasks. These two types of tasks are the, two, the most important ones that you're going to have in your business. The mm-hmm. problem is a lot of entrepreneurs neglect these tasks because they act, they are reactive to their business, right? They take, they prioritize the byproducts of their business operation, which are their reactive tasks. And on top of that, you add what we call the responsive tasks, which are, are all the tasks associated with communication. So emails, uh, phone calls, uh, Zoom meetings, you name it. I mean, there's so many right. like there's so many ways now you can communicate, especially online. So you prioritize that, and next thing you know, you don't have enough time to prioritize the right types of tasks, what we call the power moves. And you know, so we always ask show entrepreneurs how to assess, make an audit of their current work week and classify, you know, the task into the, the quadrant. We call into the matrix, we call that the impact matrix. And it's understanding that you're probably spending too much time in what we call the drifting zone, right? These type of tasks, the drifters, so mm-hmm. the reactive and the responsive task, and that show like you can't grow. So what you do when you feel like your business doesn't grow, like I'm not doing enough, I need to work more. And then the cycle continues and continues and you're not fixing the problem, right? It's like, it's like you, you can't put, and a lot of people search for hacks, Searching for hacks is like putting a Band-Aid you know, on, on something, but you're not actually treating the problem. There's a root cause to the situation, right? right? So you have to look at it more holistically, looking at your workload, prioritizing the elements of your workload that you will then you know, fill your schedule with. And with, when we talked about done by noon is that we're like, we ask you the questions. Like if I would tell you that every day you would be done by noon, 
considering that you cannot wake up at 2 a.m. and you know, two in the morning and, and start your work there. But right. I, if you would be all the important things would be done by noon, how would you go about you know, managing your time and your workload? And that we show you how to do that. So now you have the space to prioritize the right things, right? It goes back to this woman, you know, she doesn't have the space. You need to reclaim that space. The key is not to buy more capacity. The key is not to hire to just do more. The key is to reclaim, hire, like delegate, outsource, or, or automate to reclaim that space. And that space must be what we call that space. We call that air. Air stands for aligned investment of resources. You need to invest your resources properly based on what you truly want, right? What are your resources? What are the three finite resources you have as an entrepreneur? Your time, your energy, and your attention, right? Your attention, as she said, like if you don't place it at the right time, you're not going to have more of it. It's finite, right? So you need to understand that. I think too, we need to keep in mind, um, I, I was it Benjamin Franklin that said, um, it takes as long as you have time for. So if we all like Nate and I, we work at different schedules. So Nate's, Nate's goal should be done by 2 a.m. My okay. goal should be done by noon. But what I, sh- what I should do is tell myself, okay, I'm going to be done at noon. Instead of saying I have till five o'clock, Say I'm going to be done at noon. I don't. Don't you think that would be like the first real big step to say that I'm willing to do the sacrifice. I'm willing to do whatever it takes to be done by noon. You know what? I always say it's a work in progress. The fact of saying you're going to be done by noon doesn't mean that tomorrow you're going to be done by noon. It's going to force you to look into how you spend your time, and you're going to start prioritizing properly from there. You know, the quest of optimizing your work or working more efficiently, meaning using less resources to produce the desired, you know, result or outcome, the process will start. And you're going to see that working efficiently is very different than trying to patch a bunch of hacks together to buy some time. That's not how, that's not how it works, right? So forcing you to operate from, because when I say that when you're, you need to be done by noon, you work with a constraint of time that we all have, but that's going to force you. What you're going to do is force you to work on the things that really matter. You, you might stop taking calls at any, you know, at any given time. You might not respond right away to emails that don't matter. Right? You will find better systems in order to make this happen. Right? Mm-hmm. So that's going to force you to do that so you, you can now look into what you really want and start in having that in your schedule. And right? maybe stop just doing the busy work that actually is just spinning your wheels. You're not actually getting anywhere. It's like when you slam on the gas in your car and the wheels just spin. I know for men, that's like a thing and it makes them happy, but it's what, it, you know, you're not going anywhere and you're just burning the tires, but you're doing those things. Like you said, like checking emails and, and things that you really just make you feel busy, but you're not actually accomplishing what you need to accomplish that day. Well, eventually, you, it's what we call that drifting, is that eventually you end up in a place you don't want to be in. It's like you're on that road and little by little, you start drifting, of course. And next thing you know, you're in the middle of nowhere in the woods. You can't see where you are. And you're like, how the hell do I get back on the road safely, right? And this is, this is a problem. A lot of entrepreneurs drift, drift, drift until they're like, I'm totally lost. What do I do now, right? 
So you need to understand like these steps to be made. And, and we show you that, like in, we explain it obviously in the, in, in the book done by noon. Uh, I think you're going to have, you know, links, uh, Sheila, to, to supply to your, uh, your audience, but you know, that's, that's, that's the thing. Oh, there you go. Look at that. You're all set up. We have the book and the journal. Boom. They're, they're amazing. And we do have a coupon code messy 10. If Got you it. put that in, you'll get your discount or whatever it is that they're offering at that time for that coupon. And we are going to have the links and Nate's going to ask you the magic question. Wait, which magic question? The Am magic I... question you ask at the end of every podcast. <laughs> <laughs> so Dave, do our you, listeners are going to love get... this podcast. And <laughs> you want to go get Taco Bell with me, Dave? That's anytime, awesome. anytime, yeah. my friend. That yes. was a magic question. No, no. <laughs> Sorry, I thought we were like, oh, and we're on. When she said magic question, I was like, what magic question? No, no, no. What we always ask is, you know, if if our audience, our listeners loved what you have to say, which I did, to be fair, that's, I, I loved it. Where can they go and find more of you? Dave? Yeah, so you can go on my company. So my company is called Epic, which is actually short for efficient, but also for efficiency, but also efficacy. And, I was wondering where you got that word. It's it's an efficient ah, way of saying efficient. I exactly. like that. <laughs> the short, short, uh, short five-letter word. So effic.co, E-F-F-I-C.co. You can go on my personal website, daveruel.com. So D-A-V-E-R-U-E-L.com. Uh, you can look me up on social media, obviously, at Dave Ruel uh, on that's my handle for pretty much every social media. Um, I, I Instagram is my favorite. Um, and, um, and yeah, you're going to have all the links to the book as well, Sheila, for, for the audience done by noon book, which is our new best-selling book, uh, the Epic planner as well. You can have all that in the show notes. Yep. And in two minutes, you can find Dave at gymnastics with his daughter because he has his priorities, that's, right? That's <laughs> why I'm heading now. So three, yeah, three. And you know what? That hold on so it's in my schedule but when you ask me to book the and i, I verbally agreed or, or saying yeah that's good i didn't look at my schedule i was like when we came up there to record i was like guys i got about 35 minutes can you think we can do it but yeah uh, and she's preparing for her first competition on saturday she's she's really good so like I, I it's insane she practices every day she's ruining my couches in the house because she does these back flips and everything on them but yeah. you know it's going to be good for her she's been working hard and uh she can't she can wait so i can't be late for the practice <laughs> awesome well dave thank you so much for coming on the show today and sharing great things with our audience on how to just prioritize their schedules and make sure that what they're working on is the important stuff those big rocks so that they don't drift and uh thank you so much for being here you know what let's let you get going so that you can go because you've got your life prioritized as well so but i'll meet you at taco bell later awesome perfect deal (laughs) have a good day guys thank you so much yeah take care Thanks for listening to today's episode of The Messy Backend. We know, we know, you can't get enough of us. So have us on your podcast or have us speak at your next event. Visit themessybackend.com slash speaking and send us your event details. It's true. We love speaking. And we also want to thank our sponsor, Yes, Women's Network, where you will find the connections you need to achieve your dreams. Find out more at yeswomensnetwork.com. Also, our advertiser, PodServe FM. We couldn't do it without them. 
They get your podcast hosted and published quickly and easily. Visit them at podserve.fm slash messy to find out more. And a thank you to our advertiser, Thrivecart. They are the number one shopping cart software that grows your income from existing traffic with high converting checkout pages, upsells, and affiliate campaigns. Watch the video for how simple this cart solution is at themessybackend.com slash cart. Once again, don't miss an episode. Head on over to your favorite podcast platform and subscribe today. Yeah, that's, and I just clicked request it. Request it. All right, ready? No. I need a yawn. Yeah.